Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Hi, friends. We've been having a wonderful conversation with Kevin Franciotti. Kevin is an addiction specialist. He lives here in Littleton, an addiction counselor, clinical psychotherapist. He wrote an op-ed, A Psychoactive Substance Helped Me Beat Heroin. Proposition 122 would give others that hope. And we've been having a really good conversation. So if you missed it, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com, FrontierFreedomRadio.com to download the podcast there. And we're in our last segment. I feel like we could have a conversation all day and I hate these kind of commercial interruptions because I want to keep going on this. Kevin, I'll let you finish your thought um, about whether or not you think Colorado's on the right track and then I'll, I'll ask some final questions. But um, we had to go to a commercial break. I, I think Colorado is in a ditch. I think this this drug policy has been a disaster. I think we have more people using than ever before because we've created a culture of substance abuse and we're incentivizing that through capital markets. Um, and we seem to be fine with that culturally, but uh, your response to the idea that Colorado's on the right track. Yeah. So I was get, arriving at the point about uh, not having enough time or, or needing more time, et cetera. And what my point was arriving at was talking about how we've had decades of this war on drugs, draconian approach that has done nothing to uh, point things in, in a better direction. And what I witnessed in Colorado over the summer, when it comes down to another issue I'm sure that we'll disagree about, which is the refelonization of fentanyl. You know, I attended the committee hearing where uh, an onslaught of law enforcement uh, that, that was the only people in support of this draconian approach. Every public health expert, every addiction treatment professional, everybody that works like I do on the front lines of uh, handling this situation spoke out in opposition of refelonizing possession of fentanyl, and the, the legislative committee ignored it. Um, I also attended a couple of uh, virtual town halls with folks like John Kellner, who will be at your event tomorrow, and, uh, and, and witnessing the rhetoric around other folks on your network like George Brockler, basically perpetuating outright lies and myths about how first responders can overdose on fentanyl simply by touching it, which is just blatantly not true. Folks like Heidi Ganahl, uh, referencing this so-called rainbow fentanyl myth, like drug dealers are going to hand out expensive drugs to kids on Halloween trick-or-treating. Those things are just not true, and we've seen myths for decades at this point. And if that's the rhetoric coming from the side that has squandered a trillion dollars in half a century with no improvement on the drug issue in this state, I think it's high time to listen to the actual experts like I, like myself and other public health people. So, Kevin, uh, we've got to wrap up the show. Give me, give our listeners your closing argument, then I'll give my closing argument as we wrap up. Proposition 122, decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms for the entire state of Colorado. Closing arguments. Go. Jeff, thank you so much for allowing for this kind of dialogue. I really appreciate it. So, really, in closing, you know, if you want to read more about my story, I, I have that person with lived experience. I was that person struggling with addiction that attempted to find a mainstream solution that was expensive and did not work. And ultimately, what did provide me the relief that I needed was a medicine called Ibogaine that I had to travel outside of the country uh, to ingest and, and detox off of heroin, and it helped turn my life around. And 
what this Proposition 122, the Natural Medicine Health Act, will allow us to do is take medicines like psilocybin in, 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 in out of the hands of the law enforcement approach and bring it towards uh, the healing of the desperate mental health crisis that we see in this state and this country. And most of my points have been articulated already, so all I would do is reiterate it further. But I just want to thank you again for allowing me the time. Kevin, thank you. We outreach to the uh, proponents of Proposition 122 and did not hear back from them. It, it takes guts to uh, debate and stand for your side uh, in a public forum, and I do appreciate you taking the time today. All right, my closing arguments. Colorado is in a ditch. It is suffering. The idea that Colorado's drug policies are working is just uh, not true. Um, we are suffering under marijuana. We're suffering under opioids. We're suffering under cocaine. We are number one in the nation for cocaine use. And go back to what was promised in 2012. We are 10 years into this. We are constantly overpromised when it comes to these drug propositions. The idea is that this is going to solve all of our problems. This is going to reduce suicide. It's going to reduce uh, depression. It's going to help people through uh, their mental challenges. Um, we have heard that all along. And if that was the case, pharmaceutical companies would be racing to get this approved. They'd be investing all of this research. And like we heard today, the idea that uh, we haven't been doing this research just isn't true. We were doing all this research in the 50s and 60s. Um, and then, quote unquote, the war on drugs came and that was a problem. Friends, prohibition works. It absolutely works. Okay. We prohibit the amount of opioids that you can have and utilize. And while we're looking around at 100,000 deaths and going, oh my goodness, what is happening? This is horrible. If you commercialize a drug, the death rate skyrockets. Right now, cancer from tobacco use kills five times more people than opioid does. So this idea of like, oh, prohibitionists are bad. We've got to, we, you know, we got to push them out. The war on drugs, reefer madness, all that stuff. No, no, no. Prohibition absolutely works and it prevents people from dying and utilizing the drugs. And what this kind of new wave of progressive drug policy reforms are doing is creating a culture of drug use creating a culture of acceptable drug use and and we're seeing it play out i mean we're seeing more people die of drug overdoses than at any point in colorado history and now we want to decriminalize another drug what this does and it's very important for you to understand this what this does is it opens the door for commercial use all right and i am absolutely a capitalist but I'm also not a fan of opening up companies with a tremendous amount of capital, utilizing the drugs, to the addictive drugs, and then unleashing them upon our culture to get as many addicts as they possibly can. That is not an acceptable use of capitalism. That's what's happening with marijuana. We're seeing it. All these tobacco companies are buying up all these marijuana companies. And so we heard today... This idea that, 
Well, one, the FDA hasn't done the research. It's too costly. It's too expensive. But if we just leave it as is, these drug dealers are just going to be giving people these uh, psychedelic drugs and we're and they're not receiving the, the side effects of it. Friends, we live in this bizarre culture, this wildly bizarre culture where you watch television every day and you see these drug commercials and they if one person out of all the trials ended up with, you know, some type of side effect of using that drugs, they're going to share with you all the potential side effects. You're going to learn all about it. And then at the same time, we were like, well, we're just going to approve drugs at the ballot box. We're just going to unleash them upon our community. We're going to let people who have no expertise in these drugs vote on whether or not these drugs can be com- uh, decriminalized and then eventually commercialized and just unleash them upon our culture. Friends, the war on drugs did, was not lost. We gave up on the war on drugs. We decided not to put people that are dealing drugs in prison which they absolutely should be in prison and should be locked away for a really, really long time. All right, if you're using drugs, that's one thing. We want to get you help. I'm not sure the best thing to do is to put you in prison, although, you know, putting you in prison keeps you away from the drugs. So I'm not totally opposed to that idea, but I want to help you. I want you to get off those drugs, but we need a cultural change. That's what we ultimately need. And unleashing these stupid drugs upon our culture And getting people addicted and creating this culture where it's okay for you to use drugs and to just be mind altered and just disappear. That's not a successful life. Being addicted to this stuff is not successful. That's not a good life. I am sick and tired of us looking at these people that are living in tents in our communities, addicted to drugs and just saying, well, you know, people have always been addicted to drugs. People have always used mind-altering substances and then commercializing it, putting it in shops, selling it. That's not what Colorado should be. And Christian conservatives have a much different perspective on this. We want to see people thrive. We want to see people be successful. We want them to live healthy lives, contribute. We believe God created these people and created them for a purpose and utilizing drugs and just drifting away. That's not right. And I've lost too many friends to this culture. And I'm just going to go back to the idea that the war on drugs was a failure. We spent a trillion dollars. We have more people dying today than we have at any point on drug overdoses. All right. At least it stopped that. And we could get into a whole conversation, too, as to what I think China and Mexico are doing to our citizens. I do think it's a declaration of war. I think they know exactly what they're doing. I think they're pumping fentanyl and this type of crud into our communities. They're getting our people addicted. They're killing our young people. I do think that that's a declaration of war. But we should not be passing things like Proposition 122. I think this is more harmful. I think it's a continuation of bad policy. We don't need more time. More people are addicted. More people are using drugs. Our young people are suffering. Do not support Proposition 122. Promises are too big. The harm is too big. The risk is too big. We need to get back to sane drug policy, which means step one, criminalizing these drugs. And if you're distributing them, you go to jail for a very, very, very long time. That's my opinion. You've been listening to The Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Go to ccu.edu. Be a part of what CCU is doing.
God bless you. We'll talk to you next week.